Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Gaming Goons Podcast. This is Joey, and we have Josh here. Say hello. What's up, guys? And we got Luke. Hey! How we doing? We're doing great. Doing great. We are uh, doing great. Here. Fantastic. We are, we're gooning. We're we are gaming. gooning. We're, we're gaming, gaming and gooning. And gooning. <laughs> we're gooning. Let's, say, let's say it. One, two, three. We're, we're gaming, gaming and gooning. gooning. What are we talking about today, Joey? Well, today we're going to talk about video game adaptations. So, Josh, why don't you start it off? I know you have a couple of topics. You oh, want to my gosh. I have a quick pause. You just sounded like SpongeBob. I know. Asking Mrs. That's Buff kind of what I was going for. <laughs> and how many did I need to pass? Six. Or no, it was... Hundred. <laughs> what was my score? Six. Hundred. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Adaptations. Go man, ahead. oh, man. What a great topic to talk about right now. Have you guys finished The Last of Us? The no, show? I haven't. <sighs> I have not oh, finished the show. I've finished the first three episodes. Let me four, tell you. Four. I'm going to throw it out there real quick. It is the single best video game adaptation ever. Period. Really? Into a movie slash show. Okay. I'll say that. Okay. All right. Oh, my gosh. Let me just... Oh, I, I mean, I just love The Last of Us, first off. It is mm-hmm. probably one of my favorite games of all time. Fair and enough. what they have done with it, they've expanded it, but they've also stuck to the source material yeah. Yeah. in so many ways. We got Joel, played by Pedro Pascal, who Pedro. is like, I see him as Joel now. Like, he is Joel. Ellie, Belly, Bella Ramsey, phenomenal. She's pretty, okay, I wouldn't say phenomenal. I think she's, I think she's really she's good. She's pretty good. She's, she's pretty good solid. for what she is. Very solid. And having Troy Baker... In the show, you guys haven't gotten to that part, but Troy Baker's in the show. Ashley Johnson's in the show. Troy Baker voices Joel in the games. Oh, that's Ashley cool. Johnson voices uh, Ellie in the game. Oh, okay. Cool. So it's they oh, introduced them okay, I got you, I got you. into the game as characters, which that's really cool. Oh my gosh, it is that's smart. Yeah, it's awesome. The Last of Us uh, show on HBO Max is one of the most. I think I think it's the most watched show on HBO Max. I think it just surpassed the uh the Game of Thrones spinoff. What was it called? The House, House of, Dragons? of Dragons. Yeah, yeah. it passed that. That which was a heck of a season too, by was, the way. I don't like House of Dragons. Oh, I'm throw that so good. I Never watched it. I love it. But yeah, cool. I, it's buns. On what uh capacity so you guys have watched a few episodes of it. What do you think yeah. so far? I love it. it. I love it. Yeah. I I think when they deviate from the source material, it adds value. I agree, and I'm sure you're talking about more of uh, episode three. Episode three, yes, yeah. because like yeah. in in the game, this is going to be probably a fairly spoiler heavy episode for anyone who hasn't played any games we talk about. Um, but in the games, when you're talking about like it's Bill, um, yeah. and what's his Frank, part? Frank, Bill mm-hmm. and Frank. Um, you get this whole interesting sequence, which I am sad they didn't do the you go to the school and fight the bloater to get the Me car too. battery. I am too. But oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that was a really cool sequence in the game. It was. But when you think about like Bill's storyline, they just kind of – he just shows up and then he's gone. And it's like nothing meaningful happens with Bill. And the fact that they, in episode three, kind of wound back the clock to the beginning of – the epidemic mm-hmm. and then showed their timeline it mm-hmm. took away from joel and ellie in particular and put more of a limelight on the world and i think that's what they've done very well in the show as a whole i agree i completely agree with yeah, that I'm um with you on that i agree i so what i'm upset about is the episode is great yeah but 
I don't like that if you took that episode out, it doesn't really contribute anything to the story. It's and I'm very, I really like when episodes contribute to the story. It, it was like 5% of it contributed to the story. Okay. And it's not like a big deal, mm-hmm. but when it deviates that much, it starts to come into hand where it's like, ah, I don't know how I feel about it. Now, my opinion has changed and I like it a lot more than I did when it first came out. The the interesting thing with it is, I've uh, have you been watching or listening to the companion podcast? I have not. No. So they release every time they release an episode, they have a thirty minute companion podcast with the the creators talking about the episode. Neil Druckmann, I think that's I think that's the um, d- director of it. Okay, um, but basically what they've been saying is like the game is the epidemic and the zombie infection and everything told through the perspective of Joel and Ellie. Mm-hmm. And the show is the epidemic and the zombie pandemic from the perspective of the world. So, like, the mm. cold opening in, I think it's episode two, where they have the scientist that's talking, that talks about, like, hey, we have to bomb the cities. Yeah, yeah. That's not in the games. Right. Because that's that's the world's perspective. Mm-hmm. All we got was a one, one-off line from Ellie and Joel in, like, the beginning section where it's just like, is this where they bombed? And oh, yeah. Joel's like, yeah, this is this is where they bombed. And it's like some of the – and Tess jumps in. It's like some of these places weren't so lucky. Hmm. And Interesting. So like the, I think that adds value because, you know, like the very first cold open, I was kind of very confused because I did, it was the first episode. Yeah. And they were like, talk about fungi and like – Oh, that was one of the best scenes of the it's show. It's so mm-hmm. informative. It adds so much to the story. Yes. Know, what do you think, Joey? I mean, I, I agree with you. I think it's a lot of a lot of good background stuff mm-hmm. that they definitely introduced in the first episode. Um, number one, I really enjoy watching it so far. I think it's, I'm on episode three or four as well. Okay. And I, I don't – I mean, I'd like to continue watching it. I just haven't made a, made it a priority to continue. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, School's busy, so – Something right. I – Work for you, school for me. Yeah. <laughs> something I heard uh, someone say is that the people who wrote The Last of Us game – that happened 10 years ago. Yeah. And they get to write it again. So they get to take all the feedback that they've had over the years and adapt it into something more, something yeah. stronger that they originally might have wanted to do, but they didn't know how to. And the even cooler bit is they get the added knowledge of the past three years. Yeah. Yes. Twenty with the whole the whole past three years experience of like people have been forced to stay inside. You had to yep. socially distance, isolate, all that good stuff. Yep. That's an experience that the creators did not have in 2013. Yeah, yeah. When they when they initially released the game, and now it's like you can have that hindsight of like, hey, here's how the world reacts. Yeah, here's how governments react. Here's how intergovernmental commerce reacts. Here's how the economy is impacted. This is this is how we can depict the downward spiral of society if we need yeah. to. That's true. So. Uh, getting away from The Last of Us, let's talk about some other video game adaptations. Another big-time popular one is The Witcher. I oh, personally yeah. just started playing and watching The Witcher. Uh, I'm two episodes in on the first season of the show. Also, Henry Cavill is a perfect Geralt of Rivia. I've heard he's um, fantastic. He's for season two. I know. I am extremely disappointed that season three and four are cutting him and they're recasting him with, I think it's Liam Hemsworth. Yeah. Do you guys know the whole uh, background behind that? The develop- It's terrible. The developers of the oh. show were mad at him because he got angry at them because they wanted to deviate from the source material. Oh, it's not only that. There's more? There's more. So, There's more. Okay. Oh, DC, DC, you know, Henry Cavill plays Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did. 
he did play Superman. And at the time, he left DC because, I mean, DC has been crumbling ever since. But um, the Batman was good. The Batman was good, but uh, the Witcher, it's so it's a weird, complicated story. But I'll give it to you in short because I don't want to take like too much time off. By all means. So basically, the Witcher was like, "Hey, we're gonna have Henry Cavill on." They got Henry Cavill. DC didn't have him anymore. Mm-hmm. And then DC was like, hey, come be Superman again. And obviously he can't pass it up because it's DC. They have so much money worth in that. It's it's an opportunity of a lifetime to play yeah. Superman. So they brought him back. And then they brought him back for one scene in Black Adam that just came out this last year. Mm-hmm. And then now DC has a whole new CEO and they're rebooting That's right. They DC. cut basically everyone, right? And they're cutting him out. So now the Witcher doesn't have him and he's not going to go back to it because of what you were saying, the script yeah. material. So it's this whole thing between DC and the Witcher production mm-hmm. where it's just what falling all That's out of weird. order. He's a great actor. He's I'm great. Watching oh my he's gosh. phenomenal. That's so he's yeah. on for season one and two? One and two. Okay, yes. so three he's not returning. Three and four. I think they're shooting three and four back to back. So that yeah. they can have a backlog and release. Is it a recast or new character that Liam Hemsworth? It's a recast. No, Geralt of Rivia is s- central to the. So story. tell me about how he the show is. is. The I've Witcher. never, I've never seen it or even played the Witcher game. Uh, so basically, the, there's Witchers. They're kind of these altered humans. And forgive me for anyone who has a deep knowledge of the Witcher games, because I'm still fairly new to this. Uh, but the Witchers are basically non-humans that have modifications to their bodies. Like they aren't affected by poisons in the same way that humans are. They have increased uh, increased attributes like battle strength. They can mm-hmm. and knowledge of combat and whatnot. They have secret techniques that other uh, warriors don't really know. And they're basically monster killers. They are. They're basically bounty hunters, but just for monsters. And they're pretty discriminated against so far from what I've played in the first game um, because they're not. You know, regular humans. Yeah, and racism is a big thing of them. I believe as well. Very there is a lot of them. to diminish. Yes, uh, from what I've seen, at least, I'm through like the first main section of the first game, and it's like it's already very like it's very easy to see that like witchers are a very rare occurrence in this world. Right. So it's like they're they're few and far between. They are very powerful when they're around, mm. and typically they can they can take care of any monsters, and they can, in a lot of cases, mediate conflict. That's one of the nice things I like about the game so far is you have the opportunity to... You can bribe people to avoid conflict. You can incite violence and be like, hey, uh, I'm going to kill you now. So, like, <laughs> door closed, or, like... <laughs> and you can kind of handle situations however you want. Right. Um and it's it's interesting because the game has such an interesting um, kind of crossover with the show. From the moment I started watching the show, it's like you can see the like the parallels and how accurate it is to like this is pretty pretty close to what the game tells me. Right now, it's a little bit of a different story, um, but again, I'm not that far into either of them, so I can't tell huge differences. But it's really good so far. Have you played it, Jay? I have not played it, actually. Because I know you like The Witcher show. I really would like to. Um, I would probably just jump into The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt. If I that, that's one. fair. Um, I, I bought Witcher 1 and 2 on the Steam Spring Sale. And like they were like four or five bucks total? It was the, the, first, the first one was like $1.87, and the second one was three bucks. That's a good deal. So I was like, I- I'll hold off on Witcher 3. I have two full games. To so play. how is the show? So I love it. It's a good show. So far, is it like a faithful adaptation? 
to compared my, to what to you, my very limited knowledge. Yeah, yes. Right. Okay. So that's good. That is good because faithful adaptations are very hard to do. Also, um, the combat scenes. I don't know if you're good. I, I haven't seen you've... like I think I watched the first episode, but I don't remember. There's it, like, a at clip. All. It's like a two minute sequence of Henry Cavill utilizing. Uh, it's it's like a one v seven, and he's got his sword. Whoa! And it's just brutal. Yeah. Wow. How he tears through these dudes. It's crazy stuff. You got to watch characters that, that do that are always so, so. just awesome um, but talking about faithful adaptations i'd like to go in the direction of non-faithful yeah. adaptations go for which it. Give, give me one that's non-faithful well first i mean there's so many because <laughs> i feel like the stigma of video game adaptations have been so bad in the past few years i'll talk about a few so number one the halo show didn't even watch it but i don't know is joey it, is, I, what's it on paramount yeah yeah i, I never watched paramount. it but i watched a recap over it and already from that i can tell that it just was not he took his helmet off on episode two that's the thing what that, yeah he yeah. took his helmet off master chief he took his helmet off like once he took his helmet off i'm like it's over this this show isn't even serious anymore. John, yeah it, it, i'm so, kidding john that already makes so mad. a secret for seven games seven games is that what and in the second still, episode of the show still takes seen it master chief's face have you seen it no, Ooh, that's the whole yeah, that's point. You're not supposed to see it. John 117, you're not supposed to see it. That's face. the whole he point. It's a mystery. I think he is the Master Chief. The whole point of Master Chief is that it could be anyone. That's the whole point. And yeah, that he's like the player. Like Spider-Man. Yeah. Conceptual. It could be the, any idea, you know? Yeah, right, right. It's the completely covered. It could be anyone. Now, here's the deal, though. You say it could be anyone, but not everyone's like six foot seven. Well, well, I, well it's augmented. the armor. They're augmented. I guess. Wait, the humans are huge. Do you remember the Halo Four cutscene at the very yeah. end? Wait, all of them. All of them are huge because they're augmented over time. Usually, the Spartan program and it I, has evolved I know, over time. Man, but like, but the books describe it. They they pick up orphans on outer planets in their outer system. That what do you are poor and they need to recruit people, so they bring them in, give them two hearts, give them a third lung, give them eye cybernetics, super strength. So the it's humans crazy. are actually genetically modified. I thought it was just regular humans. No, inside no, no, no. a Spartan armor. Some are. They have like Spartans Mark 1, Mark 2, Mark yeah. 3. Different oh. ones have different evolutions. See that? I, okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm um, pretty sure ODST is like a scaled back version of the Spartans. Those aren't Spartans. Right? I know those they're not, but like drop shock troopers, they drop from yes. Shock. Aren't they? Aren't they like a lower level beneath the Spartan program? But they're, like, they're not still even like close an elite. Spartan. No. The ODST okay. game was cool because that was a like a point of view of an actual human that had no or just a regular nothing, okay i got just you. basic shields i guess but that's one of my favorite halo games actually. i love it i the soundtrack really is great. Oh, nathan fillion's in that game oh he we could talk about he nathan, city when it rains. He, nathan fillion plays the um the captain i just <laughs> i just remember the one line at the very beginning of the show he's talking to he's talking to his squad and he's just like everybody get set for a combat drop yeah. and then you drop in and everything just goes to to just Crap! It's <laughs> the whole plan shot. Nothing goes according. Spartans to are crazy. I think I mean, the only Halo adaptation that I like was Forward Unto Dawn. Oh, that was so. That good. was good. I don't think good. I wouldn't was that really. Fan made? They could have done more. Mm, was it fan made? I don't think it was because it was on Netflix for a I point. I think that was made by the three four three in prep for Halo Four to come out. Yeah, I think you're I right. Think that's what it is. I think you're right because it's I watched that. Technique. Yeah, I wouldn't say Dude. it's technically faithful, but it's just good. It no, deviates, no, no. It is, but it is faithful because Master Chief pulls a grenade, and and that grenade oh. does not go off for a solid fifteen minutes. He also time. doesn't take his helmet off. <laughs> I believe on Forward on Sedan, that was one of the um, space uh, 
the, training centers yeah. on Reach. Oh, were, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So that was the beginning oh, of the my downfall gosh. of Reach when they first That's invaded. right. And, so and, forgot and about that. that is canon. Oh, man, that's yes. true. I forgot about that. That's man. really cool. So I, Yeah, I did forget about that. Um, you talked about Nathan Fillion, though. Yes. I want to go on that real quick. Go for it. Uncharted. I knew, I knew you were going this way. Let me start off with uh, the movie. Let me. Let, we'll start off with the movie first. Yeah. So, yeah, Unchar- have movie. you seen the movie, Uncharted? So... Six and a half out of ten. Solid Uncharted movie. movie came out 2022, early February, I think, last year. So, Tom, um, Holland, Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Tom Holland played Nathan Drake, and as you know, Nathan Drake is not that young in the games. We'll start off with that. I mean, he's middle aged. He's middle. He's like in his mid thirties. Like and they in the movie in the movie they take him and scale him down to like. A twenty-five. It's like twenty-five, and it's yeah. like a noticeable difference. It is. It's like Very a massive noticeable. change in character because oh, yeah. Uncharted bases all of its stuff off the characters, pretty much. Mm-hmm. You you yeah. have to get the characters right. If you don't get the characters right, it's pretty much over. Yeah, mm-hmm. like there's a maturity aspect that's missing from the character. Yeah. Yes. And the Uncharted movie was a combination of like all the games. It was weird. It, it wasn't was. like a set game. Like it wasn't Uncharted one or two, three or four. It was this amalgamation. Am I saying amalgamation? Am- amalgamation. Am- amalgamation. Yeah. I'll say combination. <laughs> combination of uh, all the games, which they made into like their own story. Which, to, to some extent, I that's fine. You, yeah, they can do that. That's fine. But trail, blaze a new trail. Go it was it. very off-putting when the characters aren't made right. I, Mark Wahlberg as Sully did not do it for me. It was it was okay. I think as a film, it was fine. As an adaptation, it was not great. That's true. Um, if you if you've never played the games, then you can watch that movie and be like, yeah, that's really cool. It's like a it's, it's more a, of a national a, treasure kind of movie. It's a national treasure, Tomb Raider, uh, whatever, Indiana yeah. Jones type, and, and it's and it's and it's pretty faithful to that style. But it's like if you've played the the first, second, third, or fourth, any of them, mm-hmm. or any combination of them, it's like you're like, <sighs> they could have done this, and they did not do any of the things that we wanted them to do. Yeah. There were so many options, and it just left me wanting more. And this multi-million dollar company yeah. couldn't do what a fan-made video could do this back in, a, what, 2016, 2017? Uh, 2017, I think. Yeah, Nathan some, Fillion was Nathan cast Fillion as, was casted as Nathan Drake, which is one of the best castings I've ever seen for Nathan Drake. Perfect. To catch you up, Joey, there yeah, was a I'm fan film <laughs> in uh, 2017 of Uncharted. It was like a 15-minute fan-made clip, and it was the most faithful adaptation that Uncharted has had. Granted, it hasn't had many, but... Fair enough, yeah. It was very, very good. Also, had Stephen Lang, who's an avatar. Yes. The commander. Um... Yeah. It just had all these big names, and they did it com- just completely phenomenal. Yeah, they blew it out of the park. Well Do you remember the the mini Halo movie they made? It was like 15 minutes, maybe around the same time period. Well, it's probably a few mm, years prior. Mini, it was it was uh, a no Spartans were there, I don't believe, but there were a few individual troopers that were there. It was it was a it was a video on YouTube that people made a, like a little mini movie out of Halo. Oh, and it was these um oh, I don't remember what the race of these aliens were called. 
Let's just say Covenant? they were brutes, the grunts. I think the I think they were something like that. Elites? Brutes, I think probably the elites. And they were you could see them firing these needlers, and these things were like two feet long segments of needles, like Damn. being fired into the into the humans. Oh, yeah, they're huge. And they're like to get them out, they had to, they had to use a saw to get. It was crazy. really that's so cool. I'll, I'll have that's... to link it so some of the listeners can see it because it's wild. That's really that's cool. really cool. Yeah, that is really so, cool. What is uh? What are some other adaptations that we've had? Well, I I mean this one's kind of backwards. Go but for it. Star Wars. They're they're synonymous with each other. Like they're yeah, yeah. Honestly, you can go in that direction too. You take you, you know take, I taking movies. Games. What was first, the chicken or the egg? You know the movies. <laughs> I mean, the I mean the movies for Star Wars. Movies. Was it? I, well, there's some Star Wars games was we it? don't know about because I bet you in the older arcade. I'm sorry, not older. The the nostalgic gaming <laughs> the, areas. The veteran gaming areas. <laughs> the, the veterans. I'm sure they had Star Wars games that we don't even good, know about. The good old True, but I still think the movies came first for Star Wars. I, I, I was definitely so first. As well, yeah. But I would say the video games popped up quick. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Easily came out. Easily. Um, I, I, I don't even know if I want to talk about Ratchet and Clank. Oh, man. I, I've never played a Ratchet and Clank gang, but all, oh, man. all I have ever heard about the movie adaptation is that it was absolutely horrible. Yep, oh, no. And I think this is just a PlayStation problem because Ratchet and Clank did horrible. They didn't even release the Sly movie. Yeah. Still waiting on that one. Thank you, Sony. Um, the Sly movie didn't come out because Ratchet and Clank flopped. I know. Which is crazy to me it's because depressing. Ratchet and Clank is a pretty popular... It's a pretty popular game for PlayStation. But when you, but when you botch the no, delivery, it it's it's very popular. Do you ever hear about it though? Yeah, I it just came out with a new game, a new Ratchet and Clank game just came out two years ago. I know. See, see here's and it was heard about massive. It. it did great. I, I saw the trailer for it, but I never. It was like ri- yeah. worlds Rift apart. Don't hear apart. people rift apart. Rift apart. Talk about it like Call of Duty or Battlefield. Oh like well, flopped, yeah. and everyone sure. talks about it, and we know about it. Sure, yeah. Ratchet and Clank. I knew it had a trailer for it, but I never heard about the launch, never heard about the sales, never heard about my friends playing it or even talking about Is it. Is that because it's confined to only one console, though? No, uh, Maybe. I would say so. It'd it make could it be more cause... accessible if everyone could get Because you're more of a PC player. PC Xbox, so, yeah. PC Xbox. So you I... wouldn't have been in that realm. I mean, I don't I guess, like... Yeah, that's true. I'm a PlayStation player, but I didn't hear much about it, too. But I know that from its audience and its size, it did well. It looked good. Yeah. I... You know... I find a little bit of a trend here. Um, What's that? The story-based games translate into better adaptations. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. Because there's way less creative writing to do on the part of the writing team for the movie. And, like, if you look at, like, Ratchet and Clank, it's like, that's not... I, I like I said, I have never played them, but they're platformers. They're not exactly the most story-heavy games. True. And when mm-hmm. they translate True. that, if you don't have a story-heavy premise in the games, it's harder to translate that because you have to take more liberties with your writing. Mm-hmm. When you have a game like Uncharted, that's basically a playable movie. Yeah. If you turn it on the lowest difficulty, you can just basically kick your feet up and, and just walk through the entirety of the of the game. Yeah, yeah for, and, for the story, you know. And, and the story is, is the story's a lot better than the gameplay. I, there's no point beating around the bush with, like, Uncharted. is like... The story's so much better than the gameplay. I would agree, but the gameplay is still very fun. The gameplay is solid. The the shooting mechanics are pretty wonky. But it, it didn't get until Uncharted Four where Naughty Dog really finally yeah. found their gameplay kind of style. But um, but like I've just that that narrative when it's already there, yeah. even when it's Uncharted and and they blend all four games together right. to make a narrative, it's still easier because you have you know you have stuff to draw from. Sure, it's like sure. Ratchet and Clank. It's like well, 
There's that's true. to do there. The Sonic movie's a fantastic adaptation, and that's I've never, never seen it, and I want to see it so bad. I've you seen never. You both of you, are I know fake Sonic fans. I mean, we've I, never been I, as big as you have yeah, on Sonic. Oh Sonic my fan. goodness! I love him, and he, it's, he has some good games. Yeah, I still want to watch. You've seen either of them? Nope. You've just oh. Oh, I no. want. I'm gonna get no. to it eventually. You know, I was going to watch them before this episode because I knew this was gonna happen. Jim I knew you're gonna be like, "What?" Jim Carrey is such a good Doctor Robotnik. I, I have heard. I have heard. So that. good. Just, he's a good actor. He could. He's he one of could the do best. Anything. I, I'm not gonna lie though. For the first about 20 minutes of the first movie, I thought I was. Did you guys ever watch the movie Hop? The one about the Easter Bunny back in like 2010. Maybe. Uh, With I don't the, think so. It's like, don't think so. Don't there's think the Easter Bunny, it. and then it's his son, and his, his name is E.B., which is the most unoriginal thing I've ever heard in my life. And no? Uh, been, okay. I don't think Pass. so, Luke. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> it was it was a solid movie. There was, oh, there, I'm sure it was. I just uh, I just I haven't seen it. I, I bet it was <laughs> phenomenal. Chicks, Everyone knows about it. The chicks overthrew the bunnies and started a rebellion on <laughs> Easter Island. <laughs> what game does that relate to? It doesn't. Yeah. I was, to, I was <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Chicken takeover. <laughs> I'm drawing a comparison between the, the rabbit war and... versus the chickens. Or <laughs> anyway, okay. maybe okay. when it comes to Easter, I'll the watch Sonic, it. The but... Sonic movies were good movies. Good, ad- good, faithful adaptations. Um, the voice acting solid in all of them. Who's the, the act- voice actor for Sonic? Oh, good lord! Why am I blanking on this? I'm gonna look it up. I think it was uh, Joey Grosswiller. Oh really? Oh yeah. Why have and you not you seen the movie? Watched your own movie? That's crazy. I can't tell anyone. Yeah, that's what I thought. So while he's looking that up, I think that when you make a game into a movie adaptation, mm-hmm. I think it's better to do a TV series because when you play a game, it's like you I can agree. spend these hours and hours mm-hmm. making experience and memories, and you and you want to see that and and what you want it to show when you see the movie, mm-hmm. but you only have an hour, hour and a half to get that yeah. that's true the yeah. that's probably why they put so many together in yeah the uncharted one i mean the last games. of us did so well as a show yeah. that you couldn't have done that in a movie yeah and especially with the last of us part two being about 20 to 25 hours mm. long they're breaking it up into season two and three because they have that makes to. sense it's they have to have money. all of that in it's true yeah um ben schwartz played sonic for the movies and ben then schwartz. idris idris elba was knuckles, knuckles right in the second yeah. one yeah i knew that one that one was pretty cool yeah, so re- really cool on that note. Um, but Sonic is a very a solid adaptation. Solid, yeah. So, the fun thing for me is because I played so many Sonic games. There's so many callbacks to the earlier games. Like, yeah, there's uh, Doctor Robotnik has a coffee shop, mm. and it's it's the Mean Bean. And if you've played any of the Sega Genesis I've heard of games, it. Yeah. you know there's a game called Ro- Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, and it was like a it was like a Tetris clone. That's cool. That that and is so cool. Like, you, there's That's like callbacks. There's little callbacks. Right. Like the final boss of the second movie is is one of the final bosses in the earlier game. That's cool. Like it's, it's, I like that. They they do a lot of fan service yeah, in smart. terms of paying homage to the to the thirty year old series. Wow. So, That's really cool. Nineteen ninety one was the first Sonic game. I know that one of the most popular adaptations um, is Arcane, League oh. of Legends. I I. Yep. You haven't seen that, Jay? Well, I guess I that one's anything uh, league related. See you later, man. Well, no, get so out of here. Sorry, the thing guys, about this, I'm not a big league I, guy. I can't do it. I'm sorry. Is that it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, 94% audience 100%? reviews, 100%. People that don't play video games have been watching it and saying it's one of the best shows they've ever watched. You All don't right, need look, to know look. League of Legends, but as 
we are recording this and it'll be like that for the rest of forever this show has been considered the best adaptation mm. hmm. so i'll leave it at that if, um, if other if other places also have very positive reviews i'm more inclined to believe them i have a i have a lot of trouble trusting rotten tomatoes after they gave i do too they gave the last jedi an 84 percent. i can't trust them ever again. <sighs> i don't even um, want to talk about it 84 yes i don't yes. even who I don't Thank even want you. to talk yes. about that. It, it should it shouldn't even be on the scale. But my point is that it was it was anyway. rated high. So, yeah. um, but the audience score is what I look for, and the night it was ninety four percent. That's so impressive. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Um, uh, let's see what other adaptations can we think of. Well, here's a better question: What game do you want to have an adaptation? <sighs> I would say I'm thinking of Red Dead Redemption one and two. Oh that would be really man, cool. never been a fan of Red Dead Redemption, but I would think it would be a cool show slash movie i think that one would be a better movie than so a show. I, I only played the second one okay the first one i imagine it's pretty similar but probably you know, a little more primitive but the second one it was cool it had a good story good good graphics the multiplayer was not very developed yet but yeah overall it was a great game i think i think colin if you're listening did you ever finish that yeah i, I think know, he man. wanted to play uh, i don't know i know he enjoyed shocked. it as well though you guys didn't immediately shout elden ring no, I was just about to say that. Oh, okay. I don't know if I've got a few a adaptation. I think it would for a show. A couple seasons. I think it could. It has good lore. I think you could deviate from the game and develop your own story out of it. I think I'm just going to take a look at my game. Elden Ring would be a great one. Uh, for me personally, I really enjoy Destiny, and I think that would be a fun one to see. It's kind of like Halo, but a little bit more in-depth and has more fleshed-out lore now. Um, True. That would be a good one. Still want to see the Sly Cooper movie. I mean, it's yeah, already made. It. They have it. It's like done, and they don't yeah. release it. So it hurts. It hurts a little bit. I would but, be uh, interested to see how they would handle doing a uh, doing a Black Ops 1 campaign movie. I don't think the they'll ever do. Zombies movie would be cool. Zombies movie would be, be really cool. They have really cool lore. Yeah. I know it's kind of a beat-down genre for movies. Oh, and yeah. The story building. In, in I don't think there will ever be a Call of Duty movie slash show. Victus and the, and the premise storylines. Dude, stuff. I could talk oh. about that for days. Zombies, zombies will be a recurring theme in future episodes just it's, for future advances. The lore of it is actually just insane. Uh, a Warhammer movie would be really cool. Ooh. One of my buddies, Keegan. What's up, Keegan? Um... He showed me a really cool video on YouTube about somebody. I have to stop you real quick. What's up? Which Warhammer? Because I know that there's like two different kind of Warhammers, right? Warhammer 40k universe. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Because what's the other Warhammer? It's like the... It's a more MMO. Uh, Is that the computer one? I, so, I I can't. I'm not really talking about a specific Warhammer game. Okay. Okay. Because there's a there's a bunch of stuff out there. There's yeah. Warhammer is like video this games. Warhammer is like I thought they were two different thing, franchises. Like, but there's I could Warhammer, be completely... and then there's Warhammer 40k, which we know that was a that was a tabletop game that yeah. we saw. Then there's yeah. another version of it that's more primitive. Okay, gotcha. Characters, All right. and okay. that was like a while ago. But anyway, it was really yeah. cool. I'll have to show you guys sometime. Cool. Uh, awesome. One last note: the only upcoming adaptation that I can think of the Mario movie. I was going to say that. Yep. By the time that this is out, it the movie will already be out. What's the release date? Uh, this Wednesday. So the time that we are recording this episode, it comes out in a few It'll days on out. Wednesday. Oh, wow. I, okay. I'm excited for it. I love Mario. People are hating on the voice actors for them. I think it'll be okay. I think people are overanalyzing it. I think it'll be good. I think Jack Black's a goat. Phenomenal um, pick. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Seth Amazing. Rogen's great. I think uh, Keegan Michael Key is Toad. Oh, dude, that's gonna be funny. And but then, Chris Pratt as Mario. 
I don't have a problem with it. I don't have it's a problem with it either. I don't know. We'll see. Like, people have been dogging him since he got the role, and it's just like, dude. I mean, Mario's voice is so hard to, like, let perfect. Them, let as the it movie is. get made, and then if you want to rake him over the coals afterwards, that's fine. But, like, let the movie get made first. Don't. Yeah. Don't be like, oh my gosh, it's Chris Pratt. Like, yeah. True. I'm excited for it. I'm actually, so. huh, today I bought a Mario costume to go see Super you the, the Mario Bros. <laughs> oh, really? Mario I'm going to wear funny. the Mario costume. And there will probably be a picture on our Instagram about it. So Josh walks into the um, theater in overalls. Can I get two tickets, please? It's going to be great. Movie? And Oh, yeah. that I was literally going to do that. I was going <laughs> to do that. Um, but, yeah, I've been hearing this stuff that they're going to make a whole franchise out of this Mario stuff. Cool. They're going to do There's a Legend so of Zelda much. movie, Kirby movie, Mario movies. And then the last movie will be a Super Smash Bros. movie. Where it's like no a Marvel way. Universe type thing, where all they right. all connect. Which, no way, dude. Would be dude. literally, it would beat the MCU. I think. Okay, I, yeah, hundred okay. percent. It would be bigger than Endgame. Being the, so much the best game. Lore yeah, is, yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, I we're getting excited. Oh I, man, it's I gonna cannot, be great. I cannot go on in this conversation without mentioning this. Now that I've now that I've thought about it, uh, there was a YouTube adaptation of Mario called Mario Warfare. Oh, I knew you were gonna go with that. And there were and there are seven episodes. It's a it's a basically a movie series on YouTube. Check it out if you like. There's also one that's a blend of um, Metal Gear Solid and Modern Warfare Two. Yes, uh, it, it's pretty funny. It's pretty comical. Um, if you're if you're younger, maybe steer away from it. It's not the maybe not the we most watched it when we were like in fourth grade. Okay, it's yeah, not the yeah. most kid friendly thing in the world. But it's not like. <laughs> You don't have to be like 18 to watch it or anything like for that. Sure, but those are sure. both pretty funny, and I think they're very well done adaptations of kind of like making kind of like a modern warfare take on Mario. I yeah, think it's, it's really interesting. So it is. It is really. I cool. think the independent creator aspect of it is is wonderful because you can kind of give your own spin. You're not limited to like the publisher. It's a it's a parody. True. Yeah, and it's cool because it's on YouTube, yes, and people yeah, actually so like. Free. You can a just, fan made that. It's fan made. Yeah, just hop on really there cool. and there you go. So we talked about movie adaptations, shows. What about music? I know Minecraft has a few songs that they've done, or a or few Cap- songs. Oh man. man! Oh yeah, Captain Sparkles. Okay, you say few, but my gosh, it's like hundreds. Golly, okay. I remember a couple. In Take Back the Night yeah. is one of my favorites. This is my Creeper. Bio. Oh man, I don't even know what the song's oh, called. Man. Is it just called it's Creeper? Just creeper. Yeah. creeper, phenomenal. I mean, it's it's uh, become a staple in Kingdom. pop culture. How do I craft this again? Oh wait, um, go back to Fallen Kingdom real quick. Let's talk about that. That could be a movie that. in itself, though. That's oh, beautiful. The story there's behind a, it. There's a sequel too. Isn't there's there? like four sequels. There's four. It's a whole story. Were, were wow. those made before the Minecraft story mode came out? I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah definitely. That may have clicked. Hundred percent. Like, People really like this. Hundred percent. We should do that. You know? That actually, I'm gonna look at how many views uh, that one has. Fallen Kingdom. Because it goes uh, Fallen Kingdom, Take Back the Night. That's it. And then yeah. there's two other ones, which it are... It was so epic when he was fighting Hero Brian in, it was, in the oh, castle. Dude. I was like, dude. Take, yeah, dude, it was so night. cool. It reminded me so when he cool. was running um, when he was running towards the castle, he reminded me of uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Because like, you, oh. have that, you have that wide sweeping camera angle of you just running over the bridge, you're going towards a big castle. Yeah. It's like... It's like I've never even played Shadow of the Colossus, but I've heard so many people talk about it that I just have that cemented into my mind. So Revenge is uh, the uh, Creeper All Man one. 
That's what oh, it's called, okay, Revenge. Okay, okay, okay. And then also, Fallen Kingdom is the one that Captain Sparkles made that is the probably the second biggest one behind Revenge with 152 million views. <sighs> That's Fallen Kingdom. Revenge has 230 million views. Insane. Just think wow. about like these, oh, these like parodies that were made as just like a fun tribute to Minecraft mm-hmm. turn into yeah. these they're huge amazing things 11 years ago these came out wow which is crazy because i remember when they first came out and it was like wow these are like these are cool now i'm in college and i'm singing these songs at parties like what's going on i'll make it people know these yeah i know from side to side oh man (laughs) it's literally so good but yeah that that does bring up a good point of how media has really affected gaming as a whole for sure yeah and and you can think about minecraft will most definitely have to be a its own episode because we can talk about the community we can talk about the offshoot game modes we can talk about mods we can talk about that will come one day we'll get to minecraft eventually so if you're minecraft fans stay tuned um but in terms of adaptations i mean i think we've covered pretty much all the mediums the only thing that we haven't talked about is like books and comics which like there's uh me and josh one of our favorite game series sly cooper between the second and third games there's a comic that came out oh really and Mm -hmm. basically it gave a little bit of context to the precursor to the third game uh and it's a conversation between one of the main characters and a a newly introduced character to kind of give context to what's happening at the beginning of the game before you actually go through That's it. That's neat. So it's, I like that. It's it's nice little bridge point, especially because Sly Cooper's like style was so like cartoony and it was basically yeah. like a chapter of a comic book every time you went yeah. through a phase of Yeah, game. actually now that you mention it. That's well, Yeah, actually no, I would say that. It it is kind of comic booky. Because they have uh if you look at the original game, it's like there's individual each chapter, they have a comic book title. Yeah, it's like that's Sly true. Cooper. When you hit and people, it says like "pow" and yeah. "boom." Oh, Remember yeah, that's that? right. Yeah, yeah. Pickpocket, yeah. Like, kind of sneaky noises. That's true. Pop up. So, yeah, yeah you it get is kind of like that. It's an individual guitar note every step you take when you're tracking behind someone. Hmm. But, I didn't uh, really think of it like as like a comic book kind of thing. Yeah, but now that you're whole, saying that's it, that's the whole idea behind the cell shaded art style. That's and true. The, so like, I like it, that. it is in itself an adaptation because. If you huh. notice, there's more there's more and more movement in the cutscenes as time goes on. Yeah, and that's one of the things I think four didn't do too well. Is four didn't do a lot of things they, well. They took too much, and besides the point. But yeah, it is a comic, and like so, each individual chapter of a Sly Cooper game would be like this. And I I always remember the second one in the first game. It was Sly Cooper and the gang in Sunset Snake Eyes. Yeah, and you're in Mesa City, New Mexico. Or, La Nevada, because yeah, yeah, uh, you're taking down Mugshot, and it's Great. like, Dude, so, so each good. each individual one has its own title. It's so memorable, and the art style is just beautiful. That the is different true. locations you go to gives different color palettes for you to use. It's wonderful. So true. That's one of the be- better uh, uses of adaptations that I've seen. Is like the yeah, that's creative. They kind of that blended two materials into the same thing. They had a video game and a comic kind of combined. So yeah, and on your on your point of books, the only video game I know that has books is Halo. I mean, they have yeah, so yeah, they well, they the do Witcher, have a lot. That, that's where a lot of the lore comes from for for Spartans, by the way. Yeah, that that I kind of figured. The Witcher has tons of lore. Mass Effect, that universe has so much additional content that you can read. Uh, Books seem like the worst War- way to get lore out of there. Warhammer 40k has so much. There's, there's <laughs> that Fallout is true. lore. There's, um, there's 
an abs- exorbitant amount of Star Wars lore, but that's not really a video that's game true. first. Um, I'm trying to think. Other things with a ton of lore. I only There's think lore um, Minecraft. I mean, kinda. Not like there kinda is, but you really have to dig for it, and it's more like fan theories. Mm, okay. I only say books are like one of the worst ways to get lore out there because it is like gamers as a whole they don't read i, I i'll don't speak read for, i'll speak I for everyone read i read every now and then I listen to podcasts instead hey subscribe and follow <laughs> um but i will not sit down and read a halo book i'll play I, the game I won't do it either you sat, or i'll watch a video sat down right and you read the 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 encyclopedia for the marvel cinematic universe yes but those are a combination it's it's a a combination of characters that are from thousands have you read the hyrule compendium or whatever it is no uh that that's i probably just watched a video on it to recap that's fair because zelda's got some lore it's easier to go with that there's three branching timelines that's an episode in itself so all right i think that's a wrap on the episode guys we've talked a lot about adaptations we covered a lot of ground um once again thank you to everyone for watching this episode listening to this episode however you're absorbing our content we appreciate it uh if you'd like to support us you can subscribe follow turn on notifications for our new episodes we're streaming on spotify apple podcast amazon music we're hoping to get some more platforms soon and that's another wrap for a gaming goons episode we'll thank see you guys, you guys next time. Yeah, so much for, for listening see you